Okay, ladies and gents, we're going to get started if you want to filter in. Um, this is Lungile Masondo. She's the breakfast host at Josie FM. Um, Paul was uh, meant to be joining us, the CEO. Uh, he is joining us, but uh, he wasn't feeling well, so he's not going to be doing the talk. Lungile is going to be handling that for us. So Josie FM is a powerhouse in the community radio uh, segment. So uh, Lungile is going to inform us a little bit about the station. Um, good morning, everybody. Are you guys well? Thank you so much for joining us in this session. Uh, it's written from uh, the streets of Josie, and that is basically who we are. Uh, my name is Lungile Masondo. I host uh, the breakfast show uh, between 6 and 9 o'clock, Monday to Friday. Uh, I, at least I got time off work today for a worthy cause, and I'm hoping I'm going to serve justice. As they did say, our CEO was supposed to be here in front. He is joining us in the room, uh, but he said, uh, the ladies forefront, let's go, you know. Uh, which is really something that the station does a lot. As you can tell, I do the breakfast show by myself. We know the industry usually uses the girls as co-hosts or reading news or we're doing traffic. Um, a different direction is what the station takes when it comes to our programming, which is something you will see as the presentation goes along. So thank you so, so much for your time once again. All right, so I'm going to start with who we are as a radio station and where it all began, okay? So Josie FM started in 1995. Uh, it was known as Soweto Community Radio uh, with the aim of pioneering new broadcasting practices for a new democratic South Africa and contributing to the growth and development of Soweto and its surrounding areas. The first show was broadcasted by our now CEO, Mr. Mpom Shongo, uh, who's a founding member of Soweto Media Resource Center and the CEO of the station now. Right, so we merged with Bua Radio in 1999 uh, to form what is now known as South Africa's largest community radio station. Uh, we have 629,000 listeners. Uh, we just got our new numbers, so we are very excited about that. Uh, we jumped from uh, around 580 to 629, so we're very excited about that. So, yeah, this is according to BRC. All right, so led by members of NGOs addressing issues such as abuse against women and children, uh, the LGBTQIA community, uh, we are a family radio station committed to developing communities uh, through education, information, entertaining programming, uh, while delivering on the pro uh, pro promise of being more than just radio. So that is our tagline. Jose FM, more than just radio. I'm sure as we go through our slides as well, you'll sort of get the sense of uh, why we are more than just radio. Um, all right, so the characteristics of a community radio station uh, is obviously to serve uh, the cause and, uh, of, of that specific community. We are broadcasting uh, for the Soweto community. Uh, we've got an overspill into the CBD, um, the West Rand, a bit of um, Linasia, you know, so south of Johannesburg basically uh, is more, of, more or less of the areas that we do cover. All right, so um, it involves members of the community. That is where uh, the, the content comes from. Content is king. So I think the numbers, because people are asking, where do you guys get these numbers? Your community radio station, uh, you, you, your numbers are quite competitive when we look according to, you know, what stats tell us. So um, I think the, the first thing that we sort of are trying to do right, because you can never get it right. You know, the days change, times change, uh, behaviors change, the likings of people change. Um, but I think it is um, the fact that we are working with the community, from the community, and we are basically giving or really trying and striving to give the community what they want. 
right? So we promote and improve problem solving through principles of access, very, very important. Our people can access us anytime we are within the heart of um, the, community, uh, the community of Soweto. Uh, so we are not a community radio station somewhere there. We are there, right inside the heart of Soweto. Uh, so people have access, participation, uh, they self-manage the station, and of course accountability plays a big part. All right, so coming to radio according to Josie FM. All right, so coming to radio station is one that is operated in the community for the community, about the community, and by the community. All right, I'll talk about myself, for example. I am born and bred to Erogville. Um, I, I know, it's, it's, it's what I know. I, I do what I know. I speak to people that I know. I talk about things that I know. Uh, I guess that's what sort of makes it quite relatable to the audience uh, because it is by the community to the community type of thing. All right, so um, people ask how do we get it right, you know, within the community sector being the leaders in the sector. Uh, so we are a watchdog, if we should call ourselves that. So um, nothing is too big or too small, which maybe is what differentiates us from Commercial radio. Uh, people, we, we usually have this debate. Are you a community radio station trying to be a commercial radio station? What exactly are you guys doing? So I, I don't think that is what we are trying to do at all. I think it would be taking so much away from the sector itself, especially those that are. Are there people from the community sector here? Can I please see a show of hands? All right. Okay. So we are well represented. Okay, so um, those that are within the community sector would know the struggles uh, that we go through. You are always there. Uh, so you work on radio, yeah. Which radio? Joseph FM. Oh, you're from community radio. There's always that, oh, by the way, you know. Uh, we are treated by a by the way, which is uh, what we are trying to move away from on behalf of the sector. Therefore, we would never want to pose ourselves as a commercial radio station uh, because it would take away so much uh, from what uh, the community sector is trying to do. So we are a watchdog of the, 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 the community. As I said, nothing is too big or too small. Um, whether you come and you say I was in a taxi and I had my baby on my back and, uh, and now I can't find the tech and it's the only techie they have, uh, we are really in no position to tell you that we cannot talk about that. Uh, to us, it's a concern. So we, in terms of, you know, people losing driver's licenses, as you can see, we have a whole box. Uh, passport ID, they call us the passport ID people, because we've got a whole community announcement section that we do uh, with our news, and we will actually sit and say, uh, Clementine, if the neighbor hears, please tell Mahatev that her ID is at Josie FM. Some people would think it's so minute. Why would you break your broadcasting for that? Why, why is it important? Um, but it's important to Mahatev, eh? who paid 325 rents to have a passport made. Uh, to, it's, it's, it's something she really needs. She needs her ID. Uh, Gogo needs to go get her Sasa grant. She needs that ID. So if not us, then who? So we, we always just remember who we actually are and what the purpose actually is, you know. Um, we're also a powerful connector, so we're going to tell your story. As you see here, this is, sure, this is on um, a show that we call So We Talk. It's an evening show, it's a talk show. Uh, so the lady that you see the side 
she followed what we call I'm a drum majorates. I don't know, it's something that we have, the scouts. Né? She was five years old, five years old, and the drum majorates were doing their thing, and little five-year-old was so excited and was tagging along with the drum majorates. By the time she looked, she was lost. She never found home till 35 years later. Okay? So what you see there is the reunion, basically. So she calls the radio station and says, I have been raised by a family that is not my biological family. Uh, I followed the drum majorates. It was a Saturday afternoon. We were playing on the streets. I am looking for my biological family. Then there was a lady who heard the story and said, I actually have a neighbor who lost a five-year-old 35 years ago. Um, let me call the neighbor. So out of that, this reunion happened. Um, so hence we say, you know, we, we're really at the heart of what matters. Like, to us, this is our heartbeat. This is who we are. You know, if we were to describe who we are, this is really who we are. This is where we find our joy, our pride. Uh, our audience is, is really um, in everything to us. All right? Uh, we are powerful influencers. So uh, many of us heard the story of Unom uh, Sambuisa two, three weeks ago. Uh, she was hauled out of a taxi by an ex-boyfriend. Uh, she was then shot a couple of times in front of uh, the son. She passed on. Uh, Joseph M. then, which is really our culture, we had a prayer in honor of Nomsa, but also in honor of all the other young women that are currently being abused, um, that have died in the hands of a lover. I'm just going to uh, just ask the technical team just to give us a bit of uh, audio-visual there. So... So um, this did not take days, years, or months to get together. Um, I think we are that close to the community that if we were to say in an hour we have a child that is lost, let us all go and find that child. It's exactly what our community is going to go out and do. So Nomsa passed on, um, I don't remember the day, but two, three days later, the radio station then um, you know, called on the community uh, called on the various denominations in terms of churches, traditional healers, and uh, leaders, and all sorts of things. And people came together, and we asked, please bring a candle. Uh, let us remember all of those. Now, those who know we did the same for the likes of Karabo Mukwena and all the other young Soweto girls that passed away in a similar fashion. Right, so uh, there, there, there's um, a, a, a speaker there. I don't know if you heard them, but I'm also going to just interpret quickly what they said. So they said Soweto is known for burning down things, uh, property, buildings, um, when things don't go right. Today we are here to burn the candle, to remember those that have passed on in the hands of their lovers. So these are just the type of initiatives that we thrive on. These are things that really make us sleep better at night. 
right? Um, let's continue. So, um, talking about other work that we do, I don't know if you can see here. So, this is a house that uh, we had another caller uh, who said I was passing by at Deep Kloof, Zone 1, Deep Kloof is in the south part of, of Soweto. Uh, there's a house that I saw there, it is terrible. It's the winter season, as you can tell, there are no windows, there are no doors, there are about eight children living in the house. Uh, the, the house is uh, headed by a 31-year-old female. Um, the situation there is dire. Um, we then called on businesses, local businesses. We have hardwares, we have uh, all sorts of people that could have assisted. Uh, people heeded the call. Uh, we roll off our sleeves. Our CEO has this thing that you are not going to call people and just leave them there. You are going to change into your overalls. We have overalls, ne? They were red, but then they thought, Ish, maybe the red ones, ne? They're going to think we are political parties. L let's move away from the red. So we have orange overalls now that we wear, and our staff, we would all then just go out and do what you can. I'm sure I can build now. I can build. I've been building these houses for a couple of years, Mr. Mshong. So I'm sure I can, I can start a party somewhere. All right. So this is basically what the house was looking like. Uh, it took us less than a week to get to where the house is now. Uh, there was no electricity. There was no water. Uh, there was nothing. So from that, in seven days, if I'm not mistaken, we had renovated the house to what you see before you. Um, now, this, these are just isolated cases, and maybe we chose these because they are the most recent. We are talking about two weeks back, three weeks back, you know, a month ago. Uh, these are the latest projects that we've done in just a month or so, okay? So um, I'm going to get a bit into our content and into our lineup. So Joseph M has a female-powered lineup. Now, we had a, a, a seminar earlier on this morning um, for women in broadcasting. And I think one of the issues that really came out is that women are really used as tokens most of the time when it comes to the broadcasting arena. So you'd find a TV show where it's a sports show, and then you'd find a girl who's just there to be a show-off, okay? So we, we spoke about this, and we had a speaker all the way from Australia, and we were saying we are all actually going through the same process. So that showed us that it's not a local problem, it's a global problem. So if Australia says we are going through the same challenges where women are just boxed into this is how far you can go. Um, I think we appreciate um, the management of the station for really trusting us with what maybe... Um, the industry says it's impossible. So I, when I was in radio, I was telling one of my colleagues on my way here, I, I said to her, when I, I studied radio, my lecturer said to us, you know, if you, if you ever become a music scheduler, make sure that you do not place two female tracks back to back. It is irritating. Okay? Now, I am taught this at school, you know, so obviously, if I go out into the world, I go out with that mentality to say, even the music that you play, you can't have two girls back to back. It gets tiring. People tune out. Uh, you know, you can't have an all-girls show, especially if it's in the morning. Uh, your voices are too squeaky. Uh, people, you know, research has told us that it doesn't work. Um, research has told us that it works. 
we did not go and ask for research. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad that uh, our management really does think outside the box. So it was not about what the numbers say can be done. It was about let's see what we can do. Okay. So this is our, this is, that's me, guys. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> All right, so that, this is basically what our six to six sort of looks like. As you can tell, there's only a 12 to 30 missing there uh, because there's a gentleman there. So we know that six to six is sort of the backbone of any lineup. Now, this is where you get the big dogs, eh? The breakfast, the afternoon, because, you know, they just hold that authority. I do that show. I'm glad the only two guys that are in studio are my producer content and my technical guy. And then it's myself and the newsreader. I've got a feature on Fridays for DJs that are spinning the decks, and they too are female. Nothing wrong. It works. 9 to 12, we've got Zamam Nwango. She does that part. Then we've got uh, Laki Mweleti, 12 to 3. Then we've got Rifilo Mutsei, who does our afternoon drive. No, no co-hosting, no, we are just news readers, no tokening, really just giving us the platform to just be. Our numbers show that this was not a mistake. It could have been trial and error at the beginning, but it is working very nicely for the radio station. As I just said, we jumped from 500,000 to 629,000 listeners. And these are the ladies that have made it possible. So I, I, I think that forward-thinkingness of what Josie FM also does really just sort of sets us apart just a teeny-weeny bit. And when people say, how do you do it? we like, these are sort of the stories that we are able to tell with pride. The work that we do, we are there by grace, but we are also there by hard work and a whole lot of strategizing and a whole lot of fighting and a whole lot of tears and a whole lot of celebrations because, hey, we can party now. I'm coming to the party party, hey, we can, and you know Sovetans can party in G under general. Ne? We don't know the for sure yet, but that's, that Durban's owns. The rest belongs to us, you know? Uh, so that, that is basically who we are, and uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a show I want to talk about um, that I know that <laughs> I know the CEO in Zama scripted off the presentation, but I'm going to talk about this because I think in the morning I had a signal. So we used to do a reality radio show called Cheaters, right? So when we say Cheaters, uh, all eyebrows go, yeah, we know who you guys are. Whether you went to parliament, when you said I'm from Joseph, and they're like, yo, are the people still cheating? <laughs> um, this show is something that South Africa is still yet to do. We have never had a reality radio show in South Africa. I stand to be corrected. We can talk about it after the presentation. You'll find me outside. Uh, we, we have never really had a reality radio show on that level, where we have investigators and we were running, and, you know, and we are getting beaten up in the process. Ne? And there are chairs being flung, and you're not sure whether you'll have a chair tomorrow because maybe the cheetahs people broke it. You know, and then you'd have people drive from all over Joburg to come and sit in the parking lot because now they can't get it, and everyone at work is going to talk about it. So when I was Okulmangan, what are you going to talk about on Friday? Because it's the only thing we're talking about in taxis, in buses, during tea time, and you are missing work, you are chatting about this thing. You have groups on WhatsApp because you want to talk about cheaters. 
So a, a lot of people, um, when, when the, the conversation started, why I said I got a signal, is because in the morning, <laughs> I get a call from a friend, and she says to me, are you listening to Metro? I'm like, but why would I be listening to Metro again? I'm on air at that time. He's like, no, but they're talking about Josie FM. They're talking about Josie FM. So luckily I was coming here, so I, I wasn't going to the office. So I tune in and I listen. And uh, so me and Moji, because Moji is apparently holding it down for fresh, uh, says, no, uh, the cheetah's essay is coming, you know? Then so me is like, but what's the biggie? But this has been done already, you know? Uh, it's been done by that community radio station that we won't mention. I don't understand why why big radio stations want to say that about community radio stations, those from the community. Like, we are your smaller system, and play nice, share the toys. Let's all sing Kumbaya, ne? <laughs> to the commercial sector, let's sing Kumbaya, let's hug. You know, you, the younger one, when you're older, you take the small train to the younger brother. We, we like that, ne? Let's all share. So they're like, no, but we won't mention this community radio station. It was done, and then they just have a whole, you know, segment where they're talking about this to say, hey, but chairs used to fly there, you know. And one would say, oh, we used to drive there, and we used to listen to this um, thing, and whatever not. And at the end, they're like, um, Cheetah South Africa might come, but we don't think they would do it as, as well as Josie FM did it. Maybe because of the audio platform as well. Audio and visual is not the same. Um, audio plays with your mind, because when we talk about Masibube who's cheating, you have your own Masibube in your head, how she looks like, what she's wearing, and then they're like, yeah, you can see when I, you also like Makunya, so you're like thinking, oh, maybe Masibube is, is big built, you know? So theater of the mind comes to play, you have all those things that you just, and on TV it's just bang, it's there, you like it, you don't like it. So with radio, I think everyone has their own images of who is this cheating person and what do they look like. You know? So a lot of people still say, but why don't you bring the show back? It had such big numbers and whatever not. But again, it then goes back to, you know, when you come back and you're introspect to say the numbers are there, this thing is really getting out of order now. Uh, we are not there to break nations, we are there to build. Um, and if we can't have sufficient platforms where people are getting proper counseling, you know, um, you know the, the responsibility that comes with that became just too heavy for us to carry uh, financially and otherwise, you know. Um, and maybe it's good that we canned it at a time where there is just so much gender-based violence, you know, with the, with the femicides in the country. Uh, I'm sure we did not want to contribute to those stats. So all those that are wondering what happened to the Masibubes, Hopefully they are fine. Um, a responsible radio. So again, you know, when, we, when I'm telling the cheetah story, I'm telling the responsibility element of, of who we are and the values that we carry as a radio station that we always want to be known for. Right, so um, one of the campaigns that you see there, um, that is called for the Princess Campaign. Uh, so it's an ongoing campaign. We don't have a period where we say, now we start it, now we stop. So um, everyone in our community sort of knows that when you go and do your toiletry shopping and whatever not, you could buy just, even if it's just one pack uh, of sanitary towels, drop it off at the radio station. We have become a drop-off center for sanitary towels for young girls. Um, we also really just make sure that businesses that cannot sort of pay for airtime We'd say to them, okay, you can't really buy a time, but I'm sure you can buy us a box of sanitary towels, you know. So we have that barter with our community where we would then identify schools and we would give the girls a year-long supplies. You can tell that is like about 16 packs there for the 12 months and 
whatever extra is needed. So that is one of our flagship campaigns that we really pride ourselves on. All right, uh, we also have the Father's Day uh, campaign. So this is basically where we know the story, né? so many single mothers, so many missing fathers. Um, this campaign basically, basically talks to that. It talks to the young children that have never had a father figure in their lives. We do this every year on Father's Day. Um, it is championed by our CEO, as you can see, sitting up front there with all the kids. And then we have all our male presenters to go and father the kids on the day. So they wipe their nose and find their shoes. You know, they be mothers for the day. They must feel how hard it is, ne? So they, they, they do all those things. They change the nappies. They play on the jumping castles. They, the kids play on their ears and ride on their bags. So they basically just give the children, just for that day, that whole feel of having a father figure in your life. So the kids then would now know that it's Uncle Mpo and Uncle Tsepo. And, you know, these kids, these kids are the kids that are going to grow with the brand at the end of the day because they always have it in their minds that it was that radio station, it was that uncle that sort of just gave me that opportunity to have a feeling and a sense of what it is to have a father in my life. All right, um, so this is Mandela Day. I'm sure we all do this, the entire country. Uh, 67 minutes and beyond. Um, so these are just uh, some of the projects that we've done. Sure, we've done plenty of them, so I'm not even going to get into details because I'm sure we all know what our responsibilities are come Mandela Day, especially this year, as we know that we are celebrating the centenary and 100 years of Futat. All right, so yeah, those are just ongoing campaigns. So we do this all the time as our drop-off center for clothing. Uh, once we feel we've got enough, we would then come as staff and segment baby clothing, shoes, whatever. So when the community comes, it's like a whole flea market, just that you don't pay. Just in case you're asking, is that the main revenue? Yes, revenue is a problem in the community sector. So, um, so basically, this is what we do. So they'd come, they'd know 0 to 1, 6 to 12 months, 13 to 14, goes as, you know, all that is get blankets. All the whole nine yards is, is basically what we do. We do this outside our offices and we just have a fanful day with people doing free shopping, if I should call it that. All right, so Joseph M, the brand builder. Um, this is obviously, this talks to finances, which is a really, hey, it's a, it's a painful thing. Community sector, we don't have money. Uh, people are not trusting us with their monies. Uh, so, um, in terms of brand building, I'm going to start with Sia Memorials. Sia Memorials is a community-based business, okay? Um, we all obviously feel that when small businesses struggle uh, to put money together and have money and do come and advertise with the radio station, it's very important that they do get the value for money. So every year we have a small business seminar that we host um, where we just speak to potentials, you know, those that feel radio advertising is too expensive, you know, because other things we sort of, there's a Malum but I was always had a corner shop there, but he's thinking radio advertising is not for me. And we're not, we're not only looking at radio advertising, but we also teach them things like social media marketing and whatever not, where you find that our community, others are just not tax savvy, others are just not interested, you know. We sort of just say, if you have a business, this is the direction that, uh, you know, businesses are taking now. So it's an educational program uh, for our community uh, brands, basically. Sia Memorials came to the station, he said, that when he came, 
Uh, he was making about 60,000 rands turnover per annum. Guys, you must see. Do you know what Eskotani is, guys? Who knows what Eskotani is? Eskotani <laughs> are those people that have money, that play with ultramel and throw it in the streets and dance. They have money. Sia is on Scotani vibes. Sia is now making almost two million rands turnover. He actually came to the seminar and he just gave us a testimonial. It's a bit too long. Uh, we're going to try and keep it short because I see we've got 10 minutes left and I'm sure there are a few questions as well. All right, so can we just play Sia Memorial's testimonial just a teeny weeny bit there? Then I came here. While I was here, I was sitting here, they were explaining, then I left my details. Make sure you leave your details out there. One of the consultants, of which is Tobile, she's one of the best up until today. Uh, she's been handling my business very well. She came to me into my office. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm Tobile from Jose FM, one of the salespeople. She explained to me, Goguchi, um, this is advertising, Sienza saw. Then I said, no, 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 it's expensive. I, no, 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 we can talk. Then, Sasala Pansi, we negotiated a good price. I felt to go good, this is the best price I can try. Then she said, okay, it's fine. Um, next month, uh, you can start month end. I said, okay, cool, it's fine. Before I even paid the money, yeah, 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 advertising, Banglala, for two or three days before. They said, okay, let us give you free airtime two to three days, just to make sure Goguchi, we, we, we understand that. All right, so that is, that is basically customer service. Um, we're especially with us within the Soweto era, they're like, ah, 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 customer service. Um, as, as Sia says, Sia says, before I even paid, a couple of days before, the, the station was already, because I had signed papers, but I hadn't paid. They're already playing the, the ad. And I was already getting a response, you know, and, and to, the, to him that meant a lot to say I, the, the, the trust between us and them as, as a community platform to say, try it, you know, try it. Let's see how it goes. Uh, OK, I don't have the money. OK, let's negotiate. Let's see what we can do for you. Let's create a, a package that uh, suits your pocket in order for you to actually grow. So uh, we have grown quite a few of these brands when we do have these seminars uh, they come there with their big machines. And they park there and they're like, we are here because we started here. So uh, we are in the business of not only growing ourselves, but also growing uh, business within our, our broadcast footprint. All right, so the, this side then speaks to um, corporates trusting us more as well as, as a community radio station. As we did say, it does become quite an issue for the sector to get funding and get uh, you know, advertisers to trust in the process. Uh, to trust in the systems. They say we don't have accountability because our systems are not working properly. There's always just an excuse not to put in an extra rand to make sure that the sector survives. Um, so these are, this is one of our campaigns that we did. Um, this campaign we did with a pool of other stations. Okay? Um, other stations, according to what we got back from um, Agent, is that they pulled in about 3,500 and a couple of leads, because obviously budget insurance would want leads out of it. And when they saw our numbers, we were 40,000 plus, you know, from the 3.5 of other stations with 21,000 leads. And these are just some of the things that just make advertisers trust you better, that you can actually deliver. Right, so I don't know if you want to play that. I think we can move straight along for time purposes. 
All right, so let's, let's show you how our community has embraced us. I'm sure we've told you enough about what we do. Uh, they, they really show back the love, guys, and you are going to see by the numbers that you are going to see here. All right, so we've got a, an initiative that is called Soweto to Walk for Life. Um, it's a walk, run, marathon vibe. Uh, but as we say it is a walk for life, these are the funds that we then reinvest and use uh, for days like Mandela Day and when there's that house that is burned down or, you know, all those sorts of things. So this is the Soweto Walk for Life. I'm just going to ask that we just play the clip on this one. Um, sure, the numbers. It's the second year, second annual year that we're doing this. So this is what it looked like. It happened in May. Am I correct? May? So this is basically what our Walk for Life so what to work for life look like uh, second lab started 2017 2018 the second one obviously we are seeing the growth we're seeing a number of people coming in numbers again but also it's about healthy lifestyle want to encourage people to stop being put you know coach potatoes stand up you know walk around as the MC was saying do something be active you know go to the shop stop getting to the car my shop life has become way too easy but we're not aware that at the end of the day it hampers our own you know health because we become obese you know we have these heart failures now we had people we have people now high blood pressures you know diabetes but because we are no longer exercising so this is just to say to your community it's about time that you know, we start working that is why we bring in children as well to say let them also get used to that that's why we put in prices we've got medals because the more we encourage people and put prizes in front of them the more we'll see them come in numbers. So that's this is all just about that. Right. But so we're just gonna cut them short due to time. So it's a lifestyle activity. Let's all get let's get up from our couches, you know, let's get out of our cars, let's walk, let's network, let's meet the whole interaction and making sure that our communities are always just um, gathering for great stuff like this. So that is the So We to Walk for Life. This was our second annual one, um, and we are hoping for more. Guys must come, we'll invite you. All right, um, then we've got our Gospel Festival. This is another flagship project of the radio station. Um, it attracts up to 60,000 people per annum. Uh, we do it once a year. And uh, we know we are a Christian-based community. Okay, debatable, but yeah. Um, and people just love gospel music. And um, our gospel show is also one of the biggest shows that we have on the radio station. Um, so this is the love that we receive back from all that we also try to give. So that is just what we want to show you there. Yeah, then we have the party. I told you guys we're getting to the party now. This is one of the biggest parties that we have. It's called the Soweto All White Party. Do you have a clip on this one? Quickly, no? Okay, sure. All right, so um, it started in 2013 with uh, an attendance of 800 people. Last year, we had 6,500 people. Like, I've never seen so much white in my life. Like, it, it was crazy. But now, the grass, ne? because people were dancing so hard, the grass was now off, and then we were brown and white, but we were happy, we were fine, because that, that was all our fault, you know? That was all our fault. So the venues just keep growing because the numbers keep growing, the demand is there. All our events are sold out, guys. I would be lying to you if I was to say we've had an empty room ever, 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 ever. Well, with time, obviously when we began, but you know, talking about the now. Challenges, like every other challenges, radio station, 
um, funding, getting money, being trustworthy, uh, people believing that you can actually deliver. Those are just some of the things. Uh, but again, we believe that the future of radio is not in community stations becoming more commercial, but with commercial stations becoming more community. Because at the end of the day, as South Africa, we are a community. Né? So when we do community radio, because we are a community, né? South African community. So really, we do believe that it's not only about the commercial value, uh, but really it is about making sure that our communities are taken care of. So I will leave it there. I will leave it there. We've got two minutes. I think we've said enough. Thank you. Thanks, Lungili. I'm sure there are loads of questions. questions. We literally have two minutes. So we'll have to squeeze maybe two in. Okay. Uh, I'm Tabiso from Komletsani. So it's not basically a question. I've got two comments to make. Uh, one, you still, to, you still need to engage us about uh, Ichita's, honestly speaking. I feel like if it is so angry, without you guys engaging us, and that was, you know, that show was huge. I can, that one I can I can rest assured that it management was huge. noting management noting. And uh, the second point that I want to make it's about you guys. I don't think there's any station being PBS or or commercial that can compete with you guys on Sunday in Soweto. That's just my opinion. But then I feel like you haven't utilized that in terms of you making revenue. I think you still need to work hard on your marketing strategy based on your Sunday lineup. It's, it's something else that you need to look at. Thank you so much, sir. That's it. Sure, thanks. Uh, I think uh, let me commend Josie FM. I think community radio so far has really made a good representation. Um, we, we are excited when we see this. And, and usually when, when people see this kind of successes with community radio, they define it as wanting to be commercial. But this is exactly what we need to be as community radio. We need to go out there. We need to be seen in communities. We need to be professional. Mm. And, and I think that is what, what Josie FM has reflected a very good representation for the sector. Thank you. Thank you so much. This gentleman has kept me going, by the way. Every time I turn around, he's got this big smile on his face. I'm like, I'm saying the right things. <laughs> thank you so much for being such great sport. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so much for your time. To the community sector, we are just here to say it can be done. It really can be done. We're hoping that you walk out of here and remember that we are not a community sector that is trying to be commercial, but we are a community sector that is going to be commercially viable because we also need to live at the end of the day. Thank you so much. Thank you.